Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. They're stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Destination Television. Written by Bob Ramsey. We've just finished watching 72 hours of a TV drama about the consequences of the Nazi occupation of Villeneuve, a small village in France. It was in French, a language neither of us understands, and it was the most compelling and disturbing thing I've ever seen on a screen. Coming to the end of A French Village, as the main characters grow old and die in the early 70s, was also a tiny death for me. So immersed were we in the lives of the town doctor and his mentally ill wife, of the local lumberyard owner and his conniving wife, of the resistance fighter and her lovers, that we can barely watch anything else, even though the film festival and 9-11 flood our eyes with possibilities. We need some space. The pandemic has been a godsend for streaming. These days, the challenge isn't finding something that's good. It's sifting through everything that's great. The Sopranos was our first experience watching riveting drama, hour after hour, commercial-free, on the tiny screen of a computer. That was 20 years ago. Soon after came The Wire. Both were supersized. The Sopranos in 86 episodes over six seasons, and The Wire, 60 episodes over five seasons. So binging became a thing. Now, when a friend raves about some series they love, Babylon Berlin... Ted Lasso, Ozark, Mayor of Easttown, it's not should we spend an hour or two with this, it's should we devote two working weeks of our lives to it. That's what A French Village came close to, 72 episodes over seven seasons. As with all enthusiastic recommendations, we have another rule. Give it two episodes, not just one, no matter how boring it looks. Someone you respect thinks this is the second coming. Maybe it wasn't an explosive miracle for them, but a slowly revealing one. There was no need for that with a French village. A couple of friends had suggested we try it. I'd never heard of it, which could be because its seventh and final season ended in 2017. We'd been prepped by the stunning performances of two of the stars in another French series, the contemporary Paris police procedural called The Spiral. Eight seasons, 80 episodes. It turns out Terry Goddard and Audrey Fleurot also star in A French Village. But this wasn't just, oh, wow, I enjoyed her in X, so I'll see her in Y. I'd spent 80 hours getting to know Terry Goddard. What also didn't matter was that I couldn't understand a word she said in either series. The English subtitles helped, of course, but the quality of the stories and the acting was so superb in both that it didn't really matter. Watching a French village with its collaborators, resistors, denouncers, turncoats, anti-Semites, quizlings, monsters, and heroes reminded me in our new age of denunciation of a crucial difference between then and now 
When you're living in occupied France under the thumb of the Nazis, it's almost impossible to function and not deal with your oppressor at some time on some level. So does that make you a collaborator? In one season, French resistance fighters kill some German soldiers stationed in the village. The Nazis demand retribution by asking the mayor and the subprefect to draw up a list of 20 citizens of Villeneuve to be shot. They have no choice. They beg and wheedle and connive to get that list reduced to 10. And those 10 people are duly shot in the village square. After the war, the mayor and the subprefect are tried for murder by their own citizens. They were responsible for the death of 10 villagers. Their defense is that no, they saved the lives of 10 villagers. So, were they collaborators or were they resistors? They were both. That's not the lesson here. The lesson is that precisely because the stakes these days for crimes against things like correctness aren't death, but loss of a career, and the punishment for denouncers is, at most, gaslighting or ghosting on Twitter, the level of righteousness is that much higher. But please understand, A French Village is not a morality tale. It is compelling drama of the highest order, and I recommend it highly. So do a lot of people. It drew 3.4 million viewers each week in France and was sold to 40 other countries. And remember, this is not a show about France's brightest moments. If anything, it illuminates secrets many of its people wanted to keep that way. As The Nation noted in its rave reviews, the most widely acclaimed TV series ever about the Nazi occupation of France is a relentless epic with little use for the familiar images of craven collaborators and selfless resistors. The only problem with a French village is finding it on a platform in Canada. Amazon Prime claims to show it. But I couldn't find it there. I did manage to find all seven seasons on a little-known U.S. streaming service called MHZ Choice, which has a lot of great, hard-to-access foreign shows. You might be saying, I don't need another streaming service. You might say, I'm not spending $90 a year, American, on another streaming service. All I'm saying is, that works out to $1.25 an episode, a tiny cost for a giant pack of blood, sweat, and tears. Here's the trailer for both A French Village and The Spiral. Happy, compulsive, extended viewing. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to RamseyInc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C.com. <laughs>